Welcome to the podcast of Redemption Church. This is Story Sunday. So when Gary asked me to share um, for Story Sunday and just kind of talk about, you know, where God is showing up in my life recently and specifically, you know, related to the theme of Sabbath and rest, um, I was excited because it's always a really good invitation to reflect. And for me, I need to be very intentional (laughs) to know myself and to reflect. Um, So thank you um, for this opportunity too. Um, So one of the things that um, came to mind or actually just came up in the past couple weeks um, as I was thinking about reflecting on rest as a working mom of two, soon to be three, um, was something I saw online. Um, Susan, are you able to pull that up? Hakuna Matadler. <laughs> it means no relaxing for the rest of your days. <laughs> um, and it's just funny because I, you know, I have a one-year-old at home. <laughs> I'm a very active five-year-old. Um, but I just, I kind of was reflecting on that too and just was thinking like, one thing that I learned about Sabbath and rest a while ago was that it's not just doing nothing. It's not just like the absence of any exertion. Um, that can be really good, right? Like sleep is really good. We need that. But that's not all that Sabbath rest is. You know, Jesus did things on the Sabbath, on the, um, the Jewish Sabbath. And so for me, I think in this season, what God has really been showing me is that rest and Sabbath at this point in my life God has grace for me that it can be very fluid it's you know I know in scripture God talks about having you know a day of Sabbath and the time set aside and we do that here um worshiping together but for in this season um that feels very full and busy as well Sabbath and rest for me has looked very uh fluid and kind of from one thing to the next so what I mean by that is like I feel like throughout my week, throughout my day, um, even, I have different forms of rest. Um, So I have rest from parenting when I'm working. (laughs) Um, And I have, you know, a babysitter with the the kids. Um, So I'm able to kind of rest from, like, being the one that's, like, meeting physical needs and kind of you know, maybe being more physically active, walking around, and I'm actually just doing, like, interviews or writing reports and things like that. And then, kind of on the flip side, it's like, when I'm not working, I'm resting, I'm resting resting from my professional job, from being that, you know, in that role, and um, the intellectual side of that more so, and and being able to just have fun, and create with my kids, or run around, or sing songs, or... (laughs) um, do housework and things that are that are necessary parts of life that are also soul giving, um, life giving in different ways. Um, and then there's times where I rest from both of those things, and um, and I think God has really shown up in our lives um, the past year at least by just providing tangibly these different avenues. So the need that we had for, okay, once we had a second kid, like we actually needed to start paying someone for childcare. Whereas before I was utilizing a lot of family time, you know, my parents that had just retired and um, that was becoming more difficult um, 
for various reasons and I just needed more set aside time. And so the Lord provided financially for us and provided relationally. She's not here today, but Kat has been doing so much childcare for us. And it's just like such a blessing because she's a friend and a trusted person that does really well with our kids. And so, you know, I just, I see God in all of that. Um, the way that he has just like connected at the perfect times, you know, we got connected with her in March, I think when Dan was starting to get busy again with work and I needed someone (laughs) to be with the kids. So it was just like all of those, um, like little details is where I see the Lord really just like working, um, things out, um, giving me as well, um, for the past year and a half or so almost, um, a counselor that I meet with regularly that I can process life with and parenting and all these things, um, that has been a really good fit. Um, and has actually helped me to work on some of these things with uh, rest and Sabbath that I'm, I need, um, like my assertiveness, you know, I'm, I don't <laughs> those of you that know me a little bit better. I am not a very assertive person. I don't, um, do well in that area generally. And so that's something that we're intentionally working on. And that, and part of that goes into like, what is rest for me? It's not selfish, um, to take time for myself to be away from these other responsibilities. And a huge part of that, he's not here today, but Dan has always has been a big part of that. Um, He's constantly the one pushing me and telling me like, it's okay, go take some time for yourself. Like go be with your friends, go to yoga, take care of your body and your your soul. And like, you know, it's, it's okay. And kind of even suggesting those things. And so those are some of the things that like, I know it's, it feels like a lot of different thoughts, but I really think that, yeah, Sabbath for me has been, been very fluid in this season of life. And I just feel like God's grace is all over that, just showing me that that's okay. And it's okay to ask for the things that we need and to take that time when we need it. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks. So, I've been in a room a few times when people are riffing on some topic and yucking it up. And when the laughter dies down, someone says, man, this is so fun. We should start a podcast. Or you guys should start a podcast. I love listening to you. Now, those statements are never directed toward me. Um, I'm never the one riffing. I'm always just standing back watching. But this sort of thing has become so common And technology has made it so easy that anyone, anywhere can create their own podcast. And it's a bit of a cliche. So I don't tell a lot of people about this because it's a little embarrassing. But a year and a half ago, I started a podcast. So to be clear, it was never meant to be my podcast. My old boss, Jeff, who had become my mentor and friend and practically my dad over the eight years that we worked together, um, he is dying of a degenerative neuromuscular disorder. It's a lot like ALS. But he had been a pastor for 35 years, and I knew that his voice was very meaningful to a lot of people 
Plus, the crazy man was getting ready to hike 100 kilometers in Spain in his wheelchair. And I thought that people needed to know about it. So he was already considering doing a blog, and I suggested that he should start a podcast instead to get the word out. It would be easier on his body. I would make the website. I'd get everything set up. We would record over Zoom, and I'd do the editing. No big deal. So here's our website. Here's the, the, first, the front page of our website. And this is the intro to the podcast. Hey, welcome to Conversations with my dear friend, Jeff Conway. My name is Susan. This is A Different Kind of Walk. So originally in my mind, I was just going to interview Jeff to highlight and focus on him discussing various topics. It would be a way to help people stay connected with him and it would add purpose to his life as his body makes it harder and harder to do anything. Um, And it would enable me to work again with someone that I love working with. Pretty quickly though, Jeff decided that we were co-hosts and he started asking me just as many questions as I asked him. And we started interviewing other people together too. So far we have discussed faith, death, mental health, joy, self-harm, women in leadership, homelessness, conservation, friendship, reconciliation, aging, monasticism, God, my father's death, and many more things. We have interviewed people from England, Iran, Australia, Ireland, and the US, musicians, publishers, psychiatrists, friends, doctors, small business owners, and great-grandmothers. And we're having a great time doing it. See for yourself. In today's episode, Jeff and I get to chat again with Debs Irwin, and we have the privilege of introducing you to her friend, Joe McCune. Uh, To have Sophronia Scott with us. So yeah, we are very honored today to get to spend some time with Daniel Nairi. Jeff Gill, who I will probably call Gill during this whole conversation. Toma, who's David Toma, who I'll probably call Toma through this whole thing. He married Kathy. So Kathy Toma, who uh, I'll call Kathy, which is interesting. It's a nice thing to call her. To spend some time with David Benjamin Bloor. Susan and I are thrilled to share with you uh, Claire Gilbert. So that's a little slice of a few different people that we've gotten to interview. Um, Today, Jeff is back from his hike. He can no longer blink. He can no longer swallow. He is able to get out of bed for an hour a day. He has a goal of going to this huge golf tournament with his son this coming April, but I am honestly not sure that he's going to make it that long. And yet, somehow, he is still full of joy. Still an encouragement to others, 
still a loving mentor and father figure to me. And so we plan to continue the podcast for as long as he can. This podcast has been a gift from God to me in so many more ways than I have time to tell. And though the loss of my friend will be hard when it happens, I am so grateful for the time that we have. And as we say on the podcast, until next time, live well. Thank you, guys. You know, the last reason we do Story Sunday, well, first of all, it's wonderful to just hear these glimpses of what's going on in everyone's lives. But as a reminder that God's at work in your life, um, you might not be aware of it, you might not be thinking about it, but God is there. So I invite you, as we wait for the kids to come back and before we take communion, to take a minute and reflect maybe on the last week, the last month, the last season. What's God been doing in your life? Where has God been showing up? What has God been teaching you? To find out more about Redemption Church, visit redemptionbristol.org.